HDA have been working on the um, idea of Superbia probably for the last um, seven to eight years. Um, and we submitted um, our thinking um, on this to the um, NLA's new idea for housing competition last year, and we were one of the um, ten winners. And after that, we published a, a joint publication with PTE Architects and actually NLP, who had a very similar idea called semi-permissive, and, and that is sort of widely available now, um, HDA's evidence for um, superbia have been absorbed as part of the recommendations um, by the Outer London Commission um, for intensification across London, um, and we have presented our ideas to the GLA um, and MPs. So I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it tonight. Now, superbia is about, the trans um, it's about transforming the suburbs to make them attractive places to live. Um, it uses area-based initiatives as small as a single suburban block or as wide as a um, total neighbourhood. Um, very importantly, we involve local residents. So we use local development orders, um, which is an existing planning tool, to make it happen in conjunction with plot passports, um, which is very similar to the Dutch custom-built model. So there's no need for any changes to planning regulations, and, and there's really enough of that happening at the moment. So London has to grow. Um, We've just seen that more or less 50,000 new homes are needed per, um, per annum and delivery doesn't even get to half of that. Um, we also know that there is, at the moment, planning permission in London for more than 240,000 um, uh, homes that are not being built. So a range of recent publications um, recognise that brownfield alone is not the answer. And it's not just the planning system's fault. We need to stimulate every possible source of housing delivery and create opportunities for SMEs and homeowners to participate in delivery. So our proposition requires you to suspend your disbelief. I mean, gardens are political. They're very much protected in planning policy, um, increasingly even more so than the green belt. But we're not proposing to take it away. Um, we are tapping into its excess in certain locations. I mean, for example, the five um, London boroughs of Bromley, Havering, Harrow, Sutton and Croydon contains 31% of London's total garden space, and this is disproportionate. Now, of course, development doesn't have to mean the eradication of biodiversity. It could actually improve it in certain instances. So the focus of this initiative is um, semi-detached homes and detached homes probably built around the 1930s interwar period with side access, that's important. The public realm is degraded, um, there are not many trees, they're energy inefficient and they're very likely to be under-occupied. Now we currently, um, this is just very briefly an example that we are going to um, start working on very shortly. Um, so it is happening, we're trying to make it happen. Um, and if you look at sort of the middle of that slide, um, there is a, um, a plot with a disproportionately large garden um, currently with outline planning permission for a single-storey bungalow, and we are going to densify that. This
this is just typical of what a street like uh, looks like, and this is the street in which that property is located. So you have a collection of um, uh, detached bungalows and um, semi-detached homes of fairly low quality, and that's the type of areas we would like to focus on. So the rules um, for suburbia is very much we're looking at areas close to stations, not more than 800 metres away. Um, they're not in conservation areas. We are not interested in areas of any special environmental designation, such as special landscape character, and the result of the intervention should be an increase in habitable rules. Now, opposition to new housing is likely to be quite fierce in outer London. We know about 60% of people are likely to oppose development, and therefore we believe that the only way you can make this happen is by working with people. So the beauty of this idea is that homeowners can benefit financially. So where do we start? We need a pioneering local authority, and we're currently talking to some. We need a pilot suburban block, we need a design team to work with local residents, and possibly the involvement of a custom-built developer. So in working towards the adoption of a local development order, um, we would explore location-specific options for back garden development for each plot. And plots could be developed in isolation or they could be developed by joining together. Now, preparing a local development order could take um, very much the same time as you would um, working on a normal planning application, around about um, six months. So the local planning authority would then adopt um, suburban intensification in the form of a local development order, which is a form of pre-approval. Um, and we propose it is adopted with a set of plot passports um, related to each individual plot, and that explains the rules of the development, and that's very similar to the Dutch custom-built model. Now, once this is in place, there's no further pressure on local authority resources um, in the form of reserve matters applications, for example. Now, as communities um, start to see the impact of this, once there is a pilot and people can see how this can happen, we foresee that this could be adopted to neighbourhood plans um, with design codes attached. And I think the, the um, emphasis on... Um, uh, the rules for design I think is very important in all of this and, and actually at the moment with the um, consultation on permitted development rights that's um, we believe a, a bit of a shortcoming possibly related to that. So this is um, what the plot, plot passport could look like. Um, it um, sets out the rules for development. So you can, for example, see what's the build footprint in relation to um, the garden space, um, building heights. It would um, give you an idea of ridge heights. It would give you um, a, a, a parking ratio, refuse arrangements, and it could include a material um, palette suited to local context. So over time, um, a range of plot passports um, could operate together in a suburban block. So once there is a local development order, people can choose to implement this or not. So the, um, the result could be um, sort of very um, small scale or it could be large scale. And the wonderful thing about this is choice. So people can choose to exercise their option or not. Now, um, in uh, the calculations that we have done, looking at this, depending on what option is taken, homeowners can earn around about £100,000. So um, the typical plot that we looked at is um, 8 metres wide, 40 metres deep. Um, 
the opportunities for small-scale incremental development primarily as new houses. Now, Savills have demonstrated last year um, with London First that there is huge untapped potential in London's well-connected but low-density areas. So um, by just looking at um, uh, PTOL ratings in areas that are not developed to their maximum PTOL rating, they've estimated there's capacity for 1.4 million homes. Um, we estimate slightly less depending on the take-up of, of the initiative that we propose. So um, this is an example of single plot um, intervention. So the main house um, is retained here with a smaller back garden. Um, a new rear plot is created either with a front or a back or a side garden. And um, this creates mobility in the housing market without destabilizing communities, which we believe is an important consideration. Now, this type of um, intervention, homeowners home can earn around about £140,000. Um, Neighbours can choose to work together, and um, that offers a larger development plot behind, um, either for a single two-storey detached home with a private garden, or flat above shared garages, or single-storey accessible garden homes. And here you can see how people can start living into um, generationally, or um, it just creates more opportunity for um, elderly people to stay in the neighbourhoods where they have lived for a long time. So these type of options can create a typical profit of around £110,000 for the homeowners. In this case, they will have to share it. So um, a comprehensive plot redevelopment, so eventually over time um, um, there is also the opportunity for um, the whole um, two plots if um, neighbours work together to be redeveloped. So this could, um, a new street frontage could be created and this offers opportunity for four or five new homes and in this case there could be um, a profit of around 210,000 thousand pounds to share between um, the homeowners. So as suburban blocks change, the second strand of suburbia could be to intensify local um, centres and parades. Now, the, the current proposal for permitted development rights for additional floors in London already implies that this could um, happen. Now, ensuring a controlled approach approach to design impact must be preferable um, to create long-lasting sustainable places. So um, Superbia um, offers the potential to deliver a significant proportion of the new homes we need um, and we have estimated that if 50% of London's semi-detached and detached homes um, was redeveloped at just twice the existing density, so just one um, new home in the back garden, this could accommodate 280,000 new homes. And if you then add um, what could happen to shopping parades, you get to a figure of 400,000 um, which is an estimation, and this is what's been um, contained in, in the uh, Outer London Commission's um, report. So the benefits are more than just numbers. Um, the approach delivers a range of environmental and social enhancements whilst retaining communities. Um, there's a financial incentive to homeowners. It encourages small-scale local change and it, it encourages new entrants um, in the market to deliver housing. So either um, residents could take this up with a developer um, themselves or you could get custom-built developers um, to um, help um, people deliver this. 
And then, as Colin said, um, this initiative has sort of caught the, the eye of the BBC, and we've done several illustrations because we see a, a very long-term future of um, smart technology and the idea of collaborative consumption and, and um, driverless cars and how Superbia could look completely um, different. So, um, and that is available on the, on the web if you'd like to have a look at that. Thank you very much. Thank you.